Good morning, my name is Umberto Mucci, this is We Italia News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, September 14. For the sixth consecutive week, new coronavirus infections are on the rise in Italy, and the data says that we have imported 15% of the new infections diagnosed from abroad. There is a constant increase in the transmission index. After the summer, when the average age of newly infected people had decreased, thanks to the vacations of the youngest people moving between the regions of Italy or returning from European countries, now the average age is increasing again, and last week it reached about 35 years old, and 28% of the new positive cases are over 50 years old. The numbers say that the virus is quite under control. However, there are signs that are worrying. In Palermo, Sicily, there is a COVID hospital that no longer has three places in the intensive care unit, and the emergency plan prepared by the region has already started. The same happened in Cagliari, in Sardinia. In Lombardy, patients admitted to the intensive care unit have tripled in a month. The situation is monitored. We do not have the numbers of France and Spain that are in emergency again, nor the ones in Israel when a new complete lockdown has been announced. But the danger exists. Today, the schools in Italy have started again. I accompanied and picked up my daughter, who is in in her second year of high school, and who, until the arrival of the COVID, was going by bus to school. But we do not trust the safety of the Roman public transport right now, so with my wife, we organized to accompany her and pick her up by car every day. There was concern and emotion at school. We hope that everything will go well. The danger is that the contagions can rapidly increase a lot and that the students often asymptomatic could get a virus at school and take it home and infect parents and grandparents. We hope that it will not happen to anyone or to the smallest possible number of Italian families. A few days ago, the Anglo-Italian COVID-19 vaccine trials have been put on hold after one of the 50,000 volunteers who have been injected with the serum has developed a serious, although not fatal, adverse uh, reaction. This Anglo-Italian COVID-19 vaccine, the first in which Italy and Europe have invested in order to ensure that the doses arrive as quickly as possible in the countries of the European Union, has been developed by Oxford University in collaboration with an Italian institute in Pomezia in the Lazio region. The positive news, however, is that after a short stop that allowed to analyze what happened and to reassure everyone, the clinical trial of the vaccine has resumed without problems. The story is a demonstration of the seriousness of the monitoring process of this delicate phase, but also the correctness of the way in which the vaccine was developed. Hopefully they will never be needed, but if a second wave of coronavirus should return to saturate the intensive care of the national health system in uh, the whole country, the reorganization plan of the hospital network of the Ministry of Health in Italy provides for the availability of facilities that can be moved from one part of Italy to another. Form of structures of 75 places each, therefore 300 in all, to be used for intensive care and complete with all the rooms, furnishing and medical and plant equipment to be able to transport, assemble, disassemble and possibly reassemble in areas that the regions will have to identify in the meantime. Currently in Italy the fixed places of intensive care in hospitals have exceeded 6,500. The goal is to bring them to 8,500 in the next two months. An availability that at the moment allows clearer prospects compared to the 187 COVID patients hospitalized. A number that has been in constant, although small growth for six weeks. According to a recent study, there are over 5,800,000 over-instructed employees in Italy. They are graduates who pursue a profession for which the most sought-after qualification is lower than the one they hold. 
In 2019, they were just under 25% of total employment, and their incidence is constantly increasing. In the last 10 years, in fact, this figure has grown by almost 30%. If moreover, we calculate the percentage only on the employed people who have a high school diploma or a degree, last year the incidence of overeducated people rose to 40%. The increase in overeducated workers is largely due to the mismatch between the specialist skills required by companies and those possessed by candidates. Despite this, Italy continues to be among the least educated countries in Europe. Last year, the, the share of the Italian population between the ages of 25 and 64 with at least a high school diploma was 62.2%, a figure well below the EU average of 78.8% and that of some of our main competitors. No less wide is the gap in the percentage of those with a degree in the 25-64 age group. While the threshold in Italy in 2019 was 19.6%, the European average stood at 33.2%. To territorial level, the region more invested from this phenomenon is Umbria, followed by Abruzzo, Basilicata, Molise and Lazio. At the bottom of the list we find Piedmont, Lombardy and Trentino Alto Adige. Although in recent years there has been a contraction of the phenomenon, a high number of young people continue to leave school prematurely, contributing to increased youth unemployment, the risk of poverty and social exclusion. In 2019, school dropout rate in Italy was 13.5% for a total of 561,000 young people. Early school leavers are more boys than girls. It's all for now, it's all for today. Please protect yourselves, stay healthy, Stay safe, wear the mask, wash your hands, and please do not underestimate this virus. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was with Italian News. Ciao from Rome.